0: Hey guys, this is Courtney from Lil's Bloom and today we're going to talk about the 2023 forecast for all of the signs. So before we dive in, I highly recommend watching for both your rising and sun sign. Sometimes people ask, you know, why your rising sign? Um, And this is because it will determine the house placements. However, over the years, I've also been watching for my sun sign and this has always been really relevant as well. So I highly recommend that. The other thing I will add is that this is not going to go over all of the details of 2023. That's going to be super overwhelming, take way too long. So today we're really just going to cover these larger kind of cycles and transits happening that will affect you on a soul level, that will kind of direct where your life is going, but maybe not each and every specific event. That's more so what I'll be doing in the moon forecasts. If you guys are interested in learning about what all of the transits are, all of the transits that I would look at that are important for 2023, I created a whole notion template that you can purchase down below. And I've listed next to each and every transit kind of the energy of what you can expect. So if you want to, for example, choose a really good time to go on a date or to launch something for your business and you can't really afford to have a full on reading with me Um, and you don't really know what the energies are going to be like coming up for your for your planning for your months ahead then i highly recommend checking that out it took me a super long time to create i went through hand by hand day by day on the calendar and also on my astrology app looking at the chart to see what the energy was that day, the major transits, and what we might feel. So I highly recommend taking advantage of that. I'm going to have it at a really, really reasonable price just so that everyone can get their hands on it and know what to expect. And I also included charts for every new and full moon so you can see all of the aspects themselves. And then you can also kind of follow along with me when I do my weekly forecast with the new and full moons, you'll be able to pull up the chart beforehand, maybe make some predictions if you're learning astrology. And of course, if you want to learn astrology with me, I also have a course astrology 101 that I've been adding lots of content to. And it's just a very powerful way to learn about yourself, your purpose and what's coming up for you in the year. So if you're interested in that, and you like the way that I teach astrology or talk about astrology, definitely check that out down below. Um, Soon I'm going to be launching a kind of workshop webinar style video with you guys where we're going to cover some really important topics that will link back to the astrology course. And that one will be totally free and very, very helpful. So stay tuned for that. Now let's go ahead and jump into all of the rising signs. All right, up next we have my fellow Geminis. So for 2023, we have some really big energy and one of them that you guys are going to experience is Pluto finally moving into the sign of Aquarius. It is not officially staying here until 2024. However, we are going to get a significant preview of what this is going to look like in our lives from March 23rd to June 11th, where Pluto will be in the sign of Aquarius. So it has been moving through your eighth house. So you guys have been going through this larger cycle of a lot of shedding, honestly, a lot of doing some deep emotional internal work, um, questioning some of your Um, And my dog is barking, so I feel like this is like a message that you need to hear. Whenever there is some kind of noise or a sound, I just got mail delivered. So there's something around here that there's a message that you need to hear. Um, But you guys maybe just need to give yourself like a pat on the back and encouragement for how much deep internal work that you've had to do and face this year that not everyone will ever even do in their entire lifetime. So um, not even just this year, but this has actually been going on since 2008. So this deep internal reflection and transmutation of our fears, our worries, our traumas, our anxiety, that's what you've been doing with Pluto in the eighth house. Now in March, it's finally shifting into the ninth, where you're going to get a preview of the next 20 years of your life, where we're going to start to see you start to engage in a relationship with the world and the universe in a more optimistic way, possibly, <laughs> um, where life is probably going to feel a little bit lighter now that it's moving out of your eighth house. And it's going to have you start to question what's possible. Like, what's my, what are my limits in the world? How much power do I have of manifestation? And how can I utilize my power for good or for not good? (laughs) And this is really where we're going to kind of reform our sense of the world in terms of our beliefs, our morals, our compass and values. So all of those things will inform how we utilize our sense of power and worthiness. And so I think many of you guys will be going through a transformation around what that even will be for you in the next 20 years. So in, um, you know, 2040 something, 2043 or 2044, when it finally moves out of Aquarius, you're going to be a different person in terms of how you perceive life and yourself and what you believe about life. You guys also have Saturn moving into Pisces, which is your 10th house. And this is happening on March 7th. So Saturn moving into the 10th house can really pick up the pace in terms of responsibility and pressure within the career sector. So this doesn't necessarily always imply that things are going to be great. Sometimes it's it's because, you know, we lose a job and now we have to work really hard to find one. Or we are given more work, but we're not given more money, something like this. But I did pull a lot of cards for you guys related to success. I got the, the Wheel of Fortune and the Success card quite literally. And so I'm going to kind of take this in the positive light, which Saturn moving into the 10th is often a very positive thing um, it can be translated as having more responsibility because you are having more success. So as you step up as a leader and more people start to notice you, you literally have more on your plate that you have to take care of. And so that's kind of what I'm seeing for you guys is not so much, um, you know, do I believe in myself? Do I believe in my capable? It's like, no, I see and external results that I have what it takes. And now I have to actually change my lifestyle, change my energy management, change my confidence, my tactics, and just move towards this head on. And it can be a little bit draining. So energy management this year is going to be very important for you. So... I did want to show those cards, the Wheel of Fortune and Success, which to me is indicating that this is something that you guys have been working on for a long time. When the Wheel of Fortune appears, it's like things are finally turning in your favor. Things are finally shifting in a way that you've been desiring. And I feel like with this Page of Wands, before it, what's shifting and what's blowing up for you might actually be something that's kind of new. I feel like this is not focusing. Um, So it might not be something entirely old, um, but I feel like it's something new based off of something old or it's something that you're just starting to fully explore and discover at this period of time. So it's like, um, let's say for me, for example, I'm an astrologer. I've been doing readings for years it's like, you're going to finally blow up, but it's not going to be from your readings. It's going to be from this course that you finally launched this year related to astrology psychology or something of that nature. So there's something I feel like kind of new that's actually going to get the success and the bread and butter that, but it's built on a foundation of things that have already been there on the older things. But ultimately, I think that your level of responsibility around power leadership position is going to become an important factor this year as well, because you have the humility card. And as a clarifier, I got the lion and the lion is all about leadership and impact that we have on others, like the leader of the whole animal kingdom. And this humility card is like, well, you're not just going to be a good leader if you tell everyone what to do and think you know best. You're going to be a good leader when you admit fault, when you make mistakes, when you show the world that you've made mistakes, which is very Saturn in the 10th house. It's like, not only am I having to work really hard, but I also have to own up to the fact that I'm human and I make mistakes and I have issues. And it's like facing almost public wrath sometimes in those circumstances. So it could be a possibility for some of you, or at the very least, it could be, you know, realizing that you have to check yourself once you do gain some semblance of power because you can't just kind of take advantage of that um, seat in your life. You guys also have Jupiter moving into Aries in your 11th house. So we've kind of had a little bit of a taste of this already in 2022. And we're going to continue with that in um, until May of 16th. This is going to bring you new friends, new community, a feeling of growth and connection within your, within your friend network. And it might also be a good time to network, period. And then after that, after May 16th, Jupiter will move into Taurus in your 12th house. So this is a period of time in which you guys we'll start to have a lot more divine downloads. You'll be um more protected in your internal world so this is a really great time to invest in a new course study mediumship learn more spiritual topics spend more time in meditation healing your internal world will grow and expand in these really massive and beautifully supported ways so i highly highly encourage that after may 16th when jupiter moves into your 12th to pursue some of those things because you will start to feel all of the benefits of putting time into your own inner world, your own relationship with yourself. And honestly, a little bit more in isolation might might feel good too. The nodes are in Taurus in your 12th house and 6th house. So you've kind of already been pulled in this direction a little bit this past year, exploring yourself, exploring what it means to be reliant on the universe or reliant on yourself, to trust the universe, to trust yourself. Um, How much do you wanna spiritually invest and let go? Um, Those are really big topics that you could have been experiencing. And sometimes there could have been some losses, some endings, some things that you didn't want to end that could have felt a little bit stressful, but also really helped you grow in a significant way. And then it's still going to be in those signs until July 12th when the nodes will finally move into Aries and Libra. And this will be your 11th and 5th house axis. So again, you will start to have a heavier emphasis on creating that sense of community out in the world. And with the South node in the 5th house, you guys might be shedding some ways in which you have been showing up in the dating scene or with your children. You guys might kind of reimagine your creative life and your expressive your self-expression um, and even more importantly you might be shedding layers around your sexuality and the expression of your sexuality because with the south node it's like what do you need to release what is no longer serving you and i think for many of you there could be ways in which you become overly intellectual and move out of the body and um disconnect from your sacred sexuality and so having the south node in your fifth is helping you realize where that's been holding you back and how to stop that process. And I did pull the sexuality card, which makes me feel like you guys are becoming much more in touch with who you are um, and in the physical form as well. You guys also have Mars moving through your first house. This has been happening for the end of 2022, and all the way until March of 2023. So this has been really energizing you, helping you feel more entrepreneurial, resourceful, brave, courageous, maybe much more independent as well. Like, I don't need anybody. I'm going to do this all myself. So that energy will continue again until March of 2023. And then after that, you might start to feel a little bit calmer, a little bit more relaxed, maybe more focused. Mars can help us focus and keep our drive kind of moving forward and ambitious, but sometimes it can also lead to anxiety and just feeling because it's in Gemini, it can feel scattered. So it just really depends on how you're able to utilize that energy. So it's like, it is kind of just pure energy in its essence. So are you going to put pure energy into many places or into one place? And that takes a lot of discipline to put it into one place. So that would be one of the interesting topics that you may have kind of encountered over 2022 and now into 2023 around, you know, where am I focusing my energy at this point in time? We all will experience a Venus retrograde from July 23rd to September 4th in the sign of Leo, which for you guys will be in your third house. So this is also, I think, part of that sacred sexuality and you becoming more in tune and more in contact with your body and with your kind of worthiness around your body and and its ability and your ability to kind of be seen and be witnessed for what you have to offer um, in a more physical sense. But also the third house is very much mental as well. And so I feel like many of you guys during the, this Venus retrograde will start to question why you haven't been so confident, why you've let other people's opinions get in the way, hold you back, why you have let your own kind of perspectives on things distort your reality and your and hinder your ability to move forward and progress in life. And I really see that with this, with this devil card. Um, and I think in many ways there could be kind of trappings that you fell into, especially in regards to not just moving forward, but also working with other people because Venus retrograde in the third house is asking us to look at our relationships around us and how they can help us kind of meet our goals and become this little network sphere in our local community. So I think many of you guys may have had some fears around stepping out into the community, meeting new people, working with other people, I don't know, running workshops, for example. And at this Venus retrograde, you're really going to start to tackle those limiting beliefs and you're going to make progress forward. So you're going to start doing whatever it is that you've been wanting. And you'll notice that things pick up really quickly with this three of wands. You're going to move into new horizons. And you're going to be doing something that you've really just never tried before. And so the Venus retrograde process, I think, is going to be very important for you because there's a lot of this questioning and dialogues and just the energy kind of being seeped out of you. And instead, that's finally going to be condensed and put into this new area of your life where you might go into your community and start these new, these new connections or these new activities um, that you've been wanting to do but also haven't been so sure about. Okay, everyone um, should know that we're having all planets move direct from January 22nd to April 21st. So this is a time when everything is online. We are moving forward. We have momentum, say yes to things, start things. This is our opportunity to have all of the pressure of the universe kind of off of us. So we can just glide through life. And of course, there's going to be some difficult transits. There's always difficult transits, but at least all the planets are moving forward and have a very clear goal. And so if you want to begin things, this is the period of time to begin those things. And then lastly, to wrap up, we're going to look at your cards and then the four eclipses. So. On April 20th, you're going to experience a solar eclipse in areas in the 11th house. This has a potential to bring you in a lot of new friends, networking, connections, and feeling like a greater sense of belonging in your community. So that could be a really exciting time for you. Um, If you were going to go to a party, that would be the time to go. let's see i think i looked at most of these cards there's only two cards left may 5th we have a lunar eclipse in scorpio in your sixth house so if you have had existing responsibilities that do not emotionally feel aligned anymore this is your time to shed those if you have relationships that you've been working with partnering with um, to achieve a certain goal people that work under you that just aren't pulling the slack that you want this is the time to let those go so um Also, deep reflection about the way that we've been caring for our bodies, our health, mental health, and becoming more in tune with what we really need. On October 14th, we have a solar eclipse in Libra in the fifth house. So this could be a really exciting time for you guys to embrace that sacred sexuality that I've been talking about. Find your inner creativity. Find a new way of expressing oneself. Um, and releasing the old way of expressing yourself. So um, not that you can't keep expressing yourself that way, but that there was a blockage or a limitation around it. It was like it had a cap. So if you, you know, if you feel relatively confident, confident and you go out and you create something, people might admire people might like it, but if you feel an incredible amount of confidence, you're going to attract more people. And that's what sexual energy does for us or creative energy does for us is it, lights up our inner being, which attracts people to us and create that that very, very strong kind of magnetic light that will get, gain more followers, more interest in us, more prospects in anything in our life. October 28th, you have a lunar eclipse and Taurus in your 12th house. This is a time of endings. So you may experience a loss in your family. I shouldn't say that, but if you do have kind of like older much older family members, that's the first thing I thought of. Um, You could have any kind of loss, any kind of shedding, any kind of letting go of something that's been there, something that's been stable in your life, um, but ultimately is not in your highest interest right now or is not going to, uh, it's just not part of your future basically. And it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be in your highest interest, but there's just something about it that um, you're actually going to gain something out of the loss of that because the north node is in your 12th house. So whatever you decide to let go of or whatever is taken from you, you will prosper as a result of that maybe challenging experience. I don't know how difficult you'll take it or not because you will be doing so much work on your on yourself this year with the north node and Jupiter in your 12th. So maybe you'll be very prepared for whatever that is and choose it and it'll be easy and flow. It'll it'll all depend on your chart, of course. And of course, if you want to learn about these things, like how is this going to impact me? You know, what is this? Is this aspecting a planet? Because that's going to make a huge difference in the experience. You want to learn astrology. And I have a whole course, Astrology 101, linked down below. All right. And then the very, very last thing is the transformation for how you're starting and ending the year. So you start off this year as the bear. And there's something about the bear that has like this thick skin and this kind of defense mechanism and i feel that many of you guys especially with pluto moving through the 8th house for so long have maybe been a little bit more self-protective and kind of trying to keep to yourself or keep what's yours. This could be like in terms of monetarily, you could have been trying to kind of hoard what's yours, um, scarcity mindset type of situation. This could have been with food, with friends, with your heart, so many different areas of life where you felt like, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to open up to that. I don't know if I want to be vulnerable in that way, put myself at risk in that way, which is understandable, but that's how you went into this year. And then by the end of 2023, you're going to have transformed into a butterfly and a firefly. So very lighthearted, very easygoing, um, very much optimistic as well with this firefly. They create their own light from within. They believe in themselves. They can light up the room. They attract others to this light. So that's the only thing I will say. Be a little bit careful, um, you know there is a responsibility in attracting people um, to you. And also like sometimes when you start to shine bright, you start to attract the, the bugs like that you don't want. Um, and then lastly, with the butterfly, I feel like this is telling you there's such a magical transformation this year. And I think that this is Pluto finally moving out of the eighth house, even just temporarily. We're going to get this experience of success and of ultimate transformation where you're starting to feel much more optimistic. You're starting to feel the possibilities of growth, of a new life, of success, and things finally working out for you. That is going to ultimately lighten the weight that you've been carrying around with this bear. You're going from a bear to a butterfly. I mean, think about the weight loss, like literally the pounds of weight that you've been carrying coming off of your body and finally flying through the air, flying through life in a way that's quick, that's agile, that a Gemini wants to be like. You guys are finally going to have that gift be given to you. It is the divine timing for this to happen. So that's what I'm seeing for you, Gemini. If you want a reading, check me out at willsboom.com in the link down below, in the description box down below. And I will do a personalized reading for the year for you. And if you want to learn astrology, like I mentioned, I also have my link down there. And oh, yeah, if you want, I have a full notion template of all the transits. And I've listed out exactly what they mean. So is it a breakthrough day? Is it a sexy day? Is it a fun day? Those are all listed. And I have the new and full moon charts for every single one. It took me forever. So I hope that you guys um, are interested in that. And it's down below. Thanks, guys.